Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the super cool running DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, Georgia. My friend, the owner, the proprietor, the master of all technology, Waheed Gomes, wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without Waheed at the helm because I don't know diddly about technology. <laughs> and I am super stoked to have on the show Kristen Tinsley. And while Kristen's range of musical taste is extensive, a seminal moment occurred when she first watched and listened to Fleetwood Mac's The Dance, which I would highly recommend you all see because it's brilliant. Stevie Nicks' distinctive voice resonated and called out to her. And she took to heart the advice Stevie's friend Tom Petty gave to her when she was recording Trouble in Shangri-La. Well which became the lyrics to her song, That Made Me Stronger. Tom said to her, or she said to Tom, will you write this for me? And he says, no, you write your songs yourself. That made me stronger and it made me hold on to me, made me hold on to me. That strength led Kristen to know that she has the voice and talent to leave his st- lead, lead. The, <laughs> the last DJ's all bollocks up, just so excited. <laughs> to lead a Stevie Nicks tribute band called Stand Back in Recognition of Her All-Time Favorite Musician. Kristen, welcome to The Vibe. Thank you for having me. This is so much, this is awesome. Thank you. Again, a second time. You were here in January? Of 2020. Two days? After my birthday. After your birthday. And it's been far too long. Yeah, way too long. We're so glad to have you back and so stoked that you've, because back at the time, I went back in my notes and we talked about the possibility of you doing this tribute. Yes, and it was something that um, the owner of Velvet Note had asked me to do, and we were going to do it in 2020. We had it scheduled, but the problem was when COVID happened, it kind of fell apart, and we had to do a different show. We still had the gig, but we didn't have, we just didn't get to rehearse or do anything because nobody knew what was going on. And 2021, she asked me again, and it was, I had about a month Months heads up, and yeah. I put it together in a month. Oh my so, God. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, well, I'm glad you realized your dream, and it is a testimony to you holding on to you and realizing a dream, which is unbelievable. It was crazy because when I first started playing, I could, I wanted so badly to do a Stevie Nicks show. Yeah. But that wasn't the thing, period, that bands were doing yet, yeah. the tribute act. And, um, you know, it's hard to find guys that want to play Stevie Nicks stuff right. at the time in my, you know, my early twenties. Yeah. And, um, over the years, I just, you come across the right people or the, you know, right musicians. Yeah. And when Tamara Fuller asked me, I made the phone calls and they jumped on board and I don't think I would have done it had anybody not asked me because yeah. yeah, it would have been great and would have been fun. And I could have, but I don't know. I just somebody asked me and I did it. And yeah. it's like I started realizing how much I really enjoyed doing this. And yeah. it was just awesome. Well, you're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to, uh, well, we don't have to, but for all your fans that are Legion and continuing to grow, but may not be familiar because it's been three bloody years, way yeah. too long <laughs> since we did a show. The way we roll ride the vibe is that we want to, you know, it's a podcast and we suggest listeners sit back in a comfortable environment and get a beverage of their choice. And in the studio, you all, we are featuring, this is, I do this all the time with Waheed. I give him a gift. <laughs> and then? <laughs> and then say, Waheed, let's open it up. <laughs> and sometimes he doesn't even have the gift left by the time the show's over. But we are featuring some old soul whiskey from uh, Cathead Distilleries. 
one of our uh, sponsors, and they uh, we love Cathead because among many reasons, but they their tagline on their bottles is support live music. And for those of you that may not be familiar, Cathead was a term used in Mississippi back in the blues kind of era um, as a nod to artists they respect. So it was a compliment. So the last DJ would say of Kristen Tinsley, she's a Cathead. <laughs> And that would be a compliment. So we are featuring some uh, old soul that why well, he was, well, we we persuade, we twisted his arm, persuaded him to open the <laughs> bottle. And we're uh, we're having some of that. Cheers. So, Kristen, cheers to you. And cheers to you because you used to say this to me all the time when we first met and we're talking. You kept calling me old soul. Yeah, all very the time. much so. You were an old soul. <laughs> and a gold dust woman as well. And we have to, well, we're doing all our shout outs. We have to, it, I would not have met you had it not been for the amazing, the one and only, Lucy Pillar. <laughs> and Lucy, we did not rehearse that. <laughs> that woman is amazing. Yeah. I love her to death. Yeah, we really all do. Well, I think we've teed it up a little bit. But so, uh, you know, for y'all, what we're going to do is we're going to feature six songs, not uh, just a couple minutes to tee up the conversation, but we're going to uh, feature songs that you will hear when you go out and buy tickets to. The gig on Saturday, November 11th. Mark this down on your calendar. Saturday, November 11th. It's at the Paris Mountain Vineyards in... Rockmart, Georgia. Rockmart, Georgia. The gates open or the, the venue opens at 2. Mm -hmm. And the Stand Back Stevie Nicks tribute, led by the brilliant, the one and only, um, Kristen Tinsley will start at 4. And you guys are going to play 4 to... Uh, we're playing 4 to 5.30. 5.30. And then at... 6 o'clock, Jeff Pike with Jeff A1A. Pike. A1A. So you get Stevie Nicks and Jimmy Buffett. And not only not only just any tribute Jimmy Buffett band, but the nationally recognized and endorsed himself by the late, great Jimmy Buffett. How, how, how timely is that? I mean, come on. And Jeff does it justice and... I was thrilled to death when he said yes. What so. a double billing. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so you all get your tickets at Paris, just like it sounds, P-A-R-I-S, Mountain, just like Mountain, vineyards.com. They're on sale now. Uh, I think 60 bucks for a single, and then you, you, you know, really want to go all hog wild. Get a table. Get right down in front. VIP parking. There's only 10 of them. So you better get those fast, because they will sell out. How many do you think... Uh, I mean, what's the capacity, Chris? Um, so we we're we're sticking with five hundred max. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah. But they're going quick. Yeah. So this thing's Bring gonna sell out. And chairs. Yeah. So you better get yourself going. And they can get then it's uh, only over twenty one. So no yes. no fan no kids, no mm -hmm. dogs. Right. And there'll be wine and wine. There's two food trucks. I think um, they told me that it's gonna be barbecue and a taco. Uh, food truck. Yeah. They're on site. Um, also a coffee food truck yeah. if anybody needs to be warmed up or anything. Yeah. Um, but beer and uh, all the wine that's made right there. And you can literally look out across, you know, yeah. the, the field and see the grapes that that's yeah. where it comes from. I love it. And it's just a sweet little couple from Marietta, Georgia, and he's a retired uh, firefighter. I love it. And that was their retirement. So. Well, I want to talk about how that came to be because you you drove that, of course, uh, as you are. not, But not right this okay. minute. <laughs> I know you're so excited, but we have to. I, well, we don't have to because I'm the last DJ, but I want to <laughs> cue up Stand Back so we have it crystallized. This is the name of the, the band. tribute band, mm -hmm. Stand Back. So, Waheed, if we could, cue up Stand Back. 
the vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. So stoked to have Kristen Tinsley in the studio, DRSATL in Roswell, talking about Stand Back, which is the name of her tribute band, A Dream Realized. And talk about, I wanted to go back and talk about the venue because okay. and how you came to facilitate all that. So um, my aunt owns a vineyard, Ott Farms and Vineyard up in LJ. They're all part of like a wine community and they have meetings. They were at those meetings and met my aunt and my uncle. And they came up there to just check everything out and see how it ran. And I was playing and they got my name and number and they said, as soon as we open, we want you. So the first gig I did up there at their venue, I had had this idea in my head about doing a music festival with all my friends that are in tribute bands because we never get to see each other play. And I thought it could be really neat, like a music midtown, but for adults and, you know, not be crappy and be good and have fun. In the North Georgia Mountains. Well, just somewhere that made sense. And there's a lot of things to take into consideration, but something popped in my head of a place that would be perfect, which was Three Strands Vineyard in Dallas. Turns out the owner of that vineyard is the winemaker for Paris uh, Mountain. And I was mentioning this to them yeah. because they told me he was their winemaker and I knew him. Yeah. And then they said, well, would our place be good for something like that? And I yeah. went, yours is better than his. Yeah. <laughs> so what What did you like? What did you see? What I, was your vision of what you I saw? I think I saw what the people, when they first saw Woodstock, yeah. like the grounds yeah. and had yeah. the idea. Yeah. I swear that's probably about as close as I can describe it. I wow. just, the road and how it was set up as far as how you control traffic in and yeah, out yeah, and yeah. it not being an issue on a main road. Mm-hmm. The way it was proximityed, what was around, what was not, the yeah. view yeah. and just how much space there was and like the backdrop. And I just went, yeah. oh my gosh, like, I don't even know if they'd be interested, but it just came up and I yeah. had just been thinking about it. And they said, yeah, well, how do you do this? I said, I'm going to be really (laughs) blunt right now. I had this idea for five seconds in the shower getting ready to come here. I've never done this before. And full disclosure, I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. And you want, okay. Oh my God. (laughs) But it could be great. That sounds wonderful. I went, okay. And now it's happening. It is happening. How does that feel? I mean, it's kind of like... Well, I did, you know, it's one of those things I would never have opened my mouth and been remotely entertaining it, even if I was just spouting off at the mouth. I would have been like, no, I'm going to hold myself back. But I knew I had enough people. If there was a question, I had it answered. And I knew I had something else in my pocket that made sense for me. I had some established tribute but bands that I knew had just done stuff in that area and been highly successful. So that right there, the draw takes pressure off of me, but gets people in their venue, Mm -hmm. gets them set up to do this down the road and give Rock Mart something they just don't have right now. Because you're billing it as the first. Yes, it is. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. would be, you know, more to come. So talk about your bandmates that are going to perform with you. So um, all the guys in the band I've known for a really long time. and. so my keyboard player, Scott Ritchie, and Nick Edelstein, my guitar player, yeah. we used to play in the uh, Atlanta Brass Cats. It was uh-huh. a Chicago tribute band, yes, yes, which yes, is yes. how I came to know Tamara Fuller at Velvet yeah. Note, yep. who put this whole idea in my head yeah, yeah. <laughs> about Stevie thing. I love the genesis of these things. I know, but that's how it all came together. Scott yeah. Ritchie and I, he asked me to um, if I'd be interested in singing with the Brass Cats yeah. and doing Chicago. Yeah. That's how I met them. Yeah. So I called them right away because Scott is one of the only keyboard players that I know that not only has the talent, the ability, but the wherewithal and like 
attention to detail that's mm. needed with this and the sounds, the right keyboard sounds. Yeah. He, they just don't, there's not many yeah. like him. And yeah. I happen to be... Because Christy McBee sets a pretty high, high bar, no? Well, there's just, I don't, there's not a whole lot of musicians that can do what he can do. Yeah. And to the degree of, yeah. you know, talent it needs to be And at. you wanted it to be really true mm -hmm. to... And you didn't Scott, want anybody coming in there and doing freeform stuff and just well, winging it. You wanted it's a, it... It's a tone thing. It sounds. Yeah. You have to have the right keyboard synth, synthesizer sounds. Yeah. And Scott will go... <laughs> He'll spend hours making sure it's perfect yeah. and get it right. Mm, love it. So I knew that, and I knew yeah. I had. A, I knew I wouldn't lose with him. Nick, he is just brilliant. Um, his resume is insane, but as a band leader, he can do things I cannot. Mm -hmm. He can communicate and use language I cannot, and help me just get things done faster. And um, he's just solid. Yeah. You know, he he comes and does his job, and we've all been. You know, he's a great friend. Yeah. Doug Easterly and I have been friends for. Over about 20 years wow. and we didn't meet for the first probably seven or 10 because we played opposite each yeah. other every Friday, but we knew each other. Because he's in a, or what band's tribute band? He's So he was the uh, vocalist, did all the Lindsey Buckingham and Rumors ATL. Okay. Um, when they, when they first started, he was that guy, like yeah. rough bat. Um, and currently he is singing lead for the Leonard Skinner tribute, Skin Folks. Yep. He's the Ronnie Van Zant. Yep. They're phenomenal too. If you haven't heard of them or seen them, check them out. Mm -hmm. And he also does a cover band. It's a 90s cover band called um, Rock Force 90. Okay. He's the lead singer. Wow. But he also plays drums. Does he got? <laughs> well, and that's how I knew he played drums because I used to open for his ZZ Top tribute before COVID because he drummed and he always told me how much he loved it and didn't get to do it enough. Yeah. And I needed a sub on drums coming up and he was sitting right in front when we did Velvet Note earlier this year. Yeah. And I called him and I said, I need a male vocalist yeah. and a drummer. Are you interested? Yeah. And wow. I snagged him. <laughs> wow. And then Steve Mays I met because COVID took out my original bass player. I had it lined up. Yeah. He was sick three days before the gig and Tamara said, you need to call Steve Mays. Uh -huh. And that's how me and Steve met. He wow. came in three days before the gig and boom. And it clicked. Mm -hmm. One of those things. Yep. Wow. And then uh, Daniel Glozier is my other guitar player. Yeah. And um, I've known him for years, solid as they come. Yeah. And um, he's new in this role and yeah. uh, we'll be doing our first gig with him coming up in November. At the Vineyard. Mm-hmm. At the Paris Mountain Vineyard, y'all, dot com. Get your tickets. Because right now they probably sold some already. Uh, yeah, they've I mean, been moving. You know, so. Well, no, this is a pre recorded podcast. So it's not like, it's not like a telethon. <laughs> if you don't do it now, yeah. I mean, I don't know. By the end of this show, <laughs> you're going to be sad. <laughs> but by the time you hear this show, it may be too late. Yeah, we're, <laughs> this is the voice from the past, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Voice oh of my. Christmas past. Oh my God. <laughs> so I love that. So we're going to play. Uh, stop dragging my heart around, one of my all-time favorites, and then I'm going to come back and talk about that because there's a tie-in with the amazing Jeff Pike. So we will be right back.
of I, Michael Litton, having a great conversation. Listen to killer music. Stop dragging my heart around. And Kristen, tell uh, you've just recently, relatively recently, seen Stevie Back here in, in ATL, mm-hmm. and she tells stories. So share, give um, us some, give us some stories. Well, um, on that song. So this song particularly. Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty came in and was helping her because she was doing her first album by herself. It was Belladonna, yeah. and it was the she was branching away, and you know. There's, I, I have no way of knowing to what degree of by herself she was, but yeah. she was doing it. And she was always used to having a partner. Mm-hmm. And I guess they had met at some point in time, become very close, but yeah. she needed some content, a solid hit, a sure win hit, because yeah. they weren't sure if she was going to have that. Mm-hmm. She's great, but... She's not flew with, not flew with Mac. It's not even that. Mm-hmm. It's more about like writing styles because Lindsay is what kind of really made her stuff pop. Mm-hmm. She's great. But in all honesty, I, I, she'd probably sit right here and tell you herself. Yeah. I mean, it's just some, you know, you just know your limitations and what right. you got. Right. And you get the people in that can do your song justice yeah. and make it what it's supposed to be. But Tom Petty had stopped dragging my heart around, but it was kind of sitting because I've honestly heard a version of it. I love Tom Petty, but yeah. it was hard to listen to. <laughs> And, but it's a great God song. God bless you, Tom. I we know. love you. I'm, I'm just saying, it's any no, yeah. Any same person would just go, oh, yeah. that's a really rough scratch. Yeah. And it probably was. But that was the one. And yeah. that was obviously one of the singles. And um, I think it helped her having him in there mm-hmm. and his band because they were filling in gaps for her and she was comfortable, yeah. is what I gathered from anything I've ever read or seen yeah. you know, over the years. So. It was cool. It was like brother, sister, and he just had her back. I love it. Yeah. And then Jeff and you are going to. Yeah. So Jeff and I, when we first met, I'll never forget this. He got me up at Hemingway's and he and I did Gypsy together. Ah. It's the last time we ever sang together. Wow. We've always wanted to. And when I called him, getting him to help me, and he's been mentoring me with getting my band together. Right. He said, well, I better be asked to come and be a special guest. I said, um, <laughs> invitation wide open. There's yeah. never not one. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out, um, unfortunately, Doug's going to be out of town. Um, yeah. It's his anniversary. So I said, yeah. you are not playing. You're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so my drummer, he's a great, the guy I've got filling in is a great yeah. singer. But Jeff and I are doing this and it was a prime opportunity. And so I've got I Jeff stop dragging my and on. Leather and Lace Oh my <laughs> gosh, which we're going to play not right this minute though. So, and that'll be a first since you did gypsy mm-hmm. with him but it's just cool because he wanted to and he threw it out there before i even oh, thought about it and this God. was perfect yeah. so we're both excited about it i love it oh <laughs> my gosh and in the studio because this is a podcast audio you can't see but i brought in the one of only thing ever. three <laughs> albums that i that i have uh left <laughs> i wish y'all could see my face right now because i'm just i've been staring at it since he showed it to me <laughs> and what it is go ahead kristen you you describe it Oh, this is the first thing Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham did, which is called Buckingham Nicks. And uh, they recorded it at Sound City in California, and they did it on the famous Rupert Neve board that was the buzz of the town when it was made, and they had the only one, and all the famous people were coming in to look at this board to record there, and Lindsey and Stevie were the first people to record on that board. Mm. This album was the first thing cut on that board, and... um, yeah. It's an amazing album. And and you hadn't seen it. You had I've, not touched it. I have it. seen it online pictures, but yeah. I have never seen it 
And then you got to in open it up. In my hand. <laughs> and this is brilliant. It's so freaking cool. And what was one of the things when you open it up, you got to see. Waddy Waddell's are, name. Yeah, Waddy Watchell's name. And then you got to see, you you guys are doing two songs off that album. Yes, we, um, we're we getting, we're almost there. Because yeah. just the, um, it, it's, it's a big song. But yeah. Frozen Love is one of my favorites. Yep. Monster guitar solo, but beautifully done. Yeah. And I got the right guys at this moment in time to pull that off. And you and, didn't know, because again, I mean, it's so digital. You, until you open it up, you didn't know who the drummer was. Yeah, or the synthesizer player, or yeah. like who played drums, bass, anything. I had yeah. a feeling Lindsay did a lot of different things, but yeah. <laughs> we were all sitting there rehearsing long distance winter a couple months back. And two of the guys made a comment about the drums in yeah. it, because it's... It's like the guy was playing drums like a singer would sing if they were playing guitar as far as the dynamics, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I always thought it might have been Lindsey Buckingham putting those kind of accents because as far as a pattern, my drummer was having a hard time doing it because it's yeah. just, it's not normal. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it was neat to actually see those names because yeah. that's something online I've never right. seen pictures of. See? Yeah. And you did make a picture. I did. So now, now I you have, have one. <laughs> Because the last it. DJ loves Kristen, but is not giving her that album. Can you leave it to me in your will? <laughs> Maybe. Like, if you ever were going to give anybody that's not family anything yeah. and you didn't All have right, anybody for it. this, All right, that's just a commitment. this one. Yes, you, you got it, girl. <laughs> you know I'd love it and treasure it forever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, too cool. And then the second song off that that you do. Um, so, we are going to be doing Frozen Love and yeah. a Long Distance Winter. Wow, I love it. Because that, to me, that Stevie song on here... To me, it and just kind of encapsulated and encompassed, and that was who she was at the time as a writer. And I could see her sitting there, just going through it very methodically, thought-wise, and structuring it yeah. more so than the other ones. Like this one was something that I feel like she thought yeah. a lot about because it was going to be a, it was going to be like a single. Yeah, and she thought From a that lot. Album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just I could I don't know as a writer myself I. If you can put yourself in someone else's shoes, it's almost like I could see her yeah. going through this and how she was putting it together. I love it. And then the story of how that then catapulted them yes. to become part of Fleetwood Mac. Mac. So yeah. Mick Fleetwood, um, as a lot of other famous artists, big artists, they were looking at this board. Hanging out in California, in that yeah. whole Laurel Canyon hotbed of just cauldron of right. creativity. And that that studio was the buzz because of the board. Yeah. And they also were looking for another guitar player because Peter Green was stepping away. Yeah. Well, the brilliant Peter Green. If you yes. haven't heard Fleetwood Mac, with Peter Green, do yourself a favor and check early, early Fleetwood Mac out. And if you want to see how drastically Fleetwood Mac's cha uh, sound changed from that to this moment we're talking about, yes. check it out. Yes. But anyway, so the um, studio demo uh, turned on Frozen Love yeah. because they had just cut it. It was big guitar. Kind of demo to yeah. say, hey, this is what our studio can do. And again, even without knowing he's looking for a guitar player, yeah. this solo on that song, yeah. it's just Epic's Monster. And if you're going to show anything off, that's what you show off. And I don't think, know if they had a lot of things to show off because this is very early They're on. They were the first, right? They were the first. Yeah. Well, they loved, Lindsay asked not only who, you know, can they have the studio, but who's the guitar player? Yeah. And then they got in touch with Lindsay, said, we're a package. Yeah. They said, that's a no-go. <laughs> yeah. But they, he was so brilliant. They yeah. were like, oh, do we do this? And yeah. so they, what the agreement was, was, well, we got to let Chris, Christine McVie, meet Stevie and yeah. see if they get along because... 
If, if they, they don't, don't. <laughs> you know, but like, if they do, like, we want you enough, like, we'll just take her. Yeah. It's kind of what it was. Like, whatever, we'll stick her over here and then like, it'll work itself out. If, you know, I have every feeling that's probably the thought. Yeah, sure. Either it's going to be done or it will work itself out. Yeah. Well, it turns out she couldn't be the more popular one out of everybody that they go to see Fleetwood Mac for anyway. Yeah, right. Isn't that crazy? Take that. Yeah. And so they meet. Oh, they meet and yeah. literally like, giddy little schoolgirls. the guys are like, can we, no, go away. And I heard her tell that story at this at concert. The concert. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was really cute. And you have, you're getting yourself to the point where when folks come out to see Stand Back, mm -hmm. that they may also get some Trivian. of this little woven in. And it's like, you know, you can find this anywhere. Honestly, it's been, the stories have been told, but it's different when you see her tell it not on a television interview, right. like standing on stage, doing her job and being comfortable. Yeah. The other thing is um, sometimes these things are not necessarily out in public where you've heard it a million times. It's there, but you got to dig and you get lucky. And in the context of but I just the find, performance, right? I just find that kind of, especially with what she went through right off the bat. I mean, even this album cover, she yeah. didn't want to oh, pose yeah. like this. Yes. So and, tell, them, tell those that have not seen it, she's naked, she's, which is why I have it. But it's art. That's what <laughs> Lindsay art. told her. It's yes, art. art. Yeah. And she's like, I just spent all my money on a dress that now I can't take back. And now I'm not using it. Because they really were dirt poor. I mean, they, they had were. no money. They, I mean, they were was, struggling. They were almost she, ready to... She was supporting both of them yeah. because... Um, She's, she a waitress heard, or something? Mm -hmm. yeah. She's told this story. She goes, what's Lindsay Buckingham going to do? Go work? No. <laughs> she barely went and painted a house. Like, that's, I think, the only thing he did, like, one day. So yeah. she was supporting them. As and a, But again, you know, and I get what she's saying. People like that with his brain, they don't function well. Yeah. And they don't take direction and orders from other people well because they are so headstrong because that's where, that's where their... Genius comes from. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and she knew that, but... This is why Stevie Nicks is in the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame now yeah. as the only female solo artist because she literally just— I did just, not know that. Mm -hmm. Only female solo artist. So, yeah, there's—she is the only—like, it's her name, not yeah. the pretender. I don't yeah. even know if Chrissy Hines yeah. in there with the pretenders, yeah. but you yeah. get my drift because Fleetwood yes. Mac is in there. Yes, right. But it's Stevie Nicks. As a solo artist. But wow. I'll tell you what, I mean, she never let it get to her even if it did, and I know it could not. Yeah. And I know she probably was questioning so many decisions and she was not deferring to Lindsay constantly. Yeah. She's very headstrong too, but she she did what she had to do. And I don't think she sacrificed what you would call that part of the morals in yeah. the music industry, yeah. but she had a vision, she had a goal and she knew when to bend and she knew how to get her way, but she was very smart about it. And she's just brilliant in more ways than just being an artist, yeah. in my opinion. And to also to do it with all the just whatever, you know, you can or you can't or the, the battles you fight that have nothing to do with anything, constantly having to prove yourself. Yeah. She never let it get to her. She just did it. So thank God she kept the, the dress she'd bought mm -hmm. in the closet and posed with Lindsay artistically. And it's uh, and at iconic. the end of the day, <laughs> it had nothing to do with even how they got signed. But you know, no, it's course. one of those things like. But it's like, and then on the flip side, mm -hmm. the back it's sort of a what is it? What would it you looks call like? It? It's like a mirror image, like almost like it's a like a holographic, yeah, but it's backwards. Like you're looking at it right. in the but other side back of the mirror. In the day, long time ago. It's a brilliant piece of art, honestly, yeah. in my opinion. I've never seen anything like it. I'm keeping an eye on Kristen when she leaves the studio here because I'm. But afraid. I'll tell you what, Lindsay <laughs> learned. Uh, Stevie learned a lot. She she did. 
she might not have liked it, but she always learned in my, uh, is, this is just my assumption, yeah. because she's brilliant. Right. She, she might sound like she doesn't know what she's talking about, but the minute, the minute she needs you to know she does, it's over. Yeah, yeah, she knows. <laughs> and she even knows. to this day, I've watched them with Fleetwood Mac. If you watch any of the uh, documentaries or any DVDs that are out currently, mm -hmm. like recent, she looks at Lindsay and she's like, this is not 1970, blah, blah, blah. And I do not have to listen to you, Lindsay. And I'm like, yeah, because he's being unreasonable. I Go, girl. Like, don't let him get away because, you know. She's found her own voice. But again, uh -huh. it's like they kicked him out of the band yeah. recently because of this. Yeah. Because Stevie was mad. It's funny that that's not the one you wanted. And she just made a decision to kick out the one you originally did. And they followed what she said. Karma's <laughs> kind of crazy the way it comes around. This was about the end of, end of 2019, 2018. Wow. Yeah, right oh, before wow. COVID, they, they got told him he had to go over there in the corner. So you all better get out to Paris Mountain <laughs> Vineyards on Saturday, November 11th, beginning. The doors open at 2, 4 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. To see Stan Back and Kristen Tindley doing a tribute to Stevie Nicks. We are going to take a very short break to support a sponsor that Ride the Vibe wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for DRS ATL. We'll be right back, y'all. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe, having a fascinating conversation about all things Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, and we like to say of Ride the Vibe, it's like a digital liner notes, y'all, because you don't get this kind of stuff from Spotify or other of those things. You don't know anything about what the backstory is. They're just lame. Lame, man. This so you got to so cool. get, you know, get some in-depth stuff going. Oh, my gosh. And you just recently shot some promotional video. Talk yes. about that and talk about how, because that, uh, that's or, a neat, yeah. neat experience. Um, so my sound guy that I hired on to um, work with us for this project, he also Sound runs, guy's name? Uh, Stephen Powell. Stephen Powell, mm -hmm. brilliant. So he works Stephen, for- Stephen, great. And he works for the wonderful production company, Speedy Productions. Ah, okay. And he, he is such a sweetheart too. Yeah. He has really helped me a lot and been yeah. there for me. But they are the uh, hired on production team up at The Mill in Canton. And um, basically, Stephen, we were talking about getting some EPK and some video together. Yeah. And, you know, that's expensive. And, you know, but it has to be done. Yeah. Well, the event space is only used when it's booked or for church. This mill. Uh, yes, it's called Timbers. It's up at the top floor of, you know, the whole facility. It's where yep. the whole offices that run everything are. And they knew who I was and that Stephen was working with me. And they offered to let me have it when it mm. wasn't booked. Mm -mm -mm. As long as we didn't interfere with the businesses below with sound. Yeah. yeah. And... I went, oh my gosh, which means we had a stage, light, and like the, all the board and like best of the best sound equipment hooked yeah. up. So I went, okay, yeah. good. So I start getting it all together. 
we set a date and I had a buddy of mine that was going to um, help with the filming. Well, a, the they have been filming a movie called Jesse's Song mm-hmm. up in Canton and Stephen and Speedy, the owner of Speedy Productions, were in the movie and was working with them for the last year and a half. Yeah. They were getting ready to um, premiere the finished product up at the mill for everyone. And they were just there having a meeting and they asked Stephen what's up and he starts talking about this yeah. and what we're about to do. And they said, does she have a film crew? Yeah. Anybody filming it? And he said, I don't know. I'll ask. And he goes, tell her we'd be more than happy to help yeah. her if she's interested. So the film crew for that movie. And that's Ken. Uh, um, Ken Merritt. Merritt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, he was the director of Justice. So you all stay tuned because <laughs> thanks to Kristen, you know, and thanks to Lucy and all the connections. Yeah. I've had a conversation with Ken, and we are going to feature Jesse's song soundtrack on and, the vibe. And y'all will not be disappointed. It no. is brilliant, and yeah. it's it's already up. I don't know if it's won or if it's just up, but for awards, and yeah. I, I think it already won one. Yeah. So it's brilliant. It's so and they're thank just you great for that. people. And you have shared with me some little snippets of that production. Yeah. Outstanding. Thank you. So that's and cool. They were just so kind, but they yeah. sent three of their guys out, and they sat there all afternoon until we had all the music tracked. Yeah. And came up there and just knocked it out like rock stars. Oh, and they were so kind. Oh, my God. So shout out to the crew from Jesse's. Jeremiah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, we are going to play Leather and Lace because you've referenced it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be right back and talk about how that's going to play out at the Paris Mountain Vineyards event on Saturday, November 11th. talking uh, as we were listening to that about her ability to pull in heavyweights like Tom Petty, like 
Don Henley. Talk about that song and why you love that and why. Um, you know, that one, that one resonates with me very deeply because one of the biggest loves of my life for 10 years was one of the biggest guitar players around and he's since passed. But yeah. that was a song we used to play together. He'd play it for me. And I remember, you know, I'll never forget the first time I sat in with him and Mike Veal. Yeah. And uh, he was playing and he was just so encouraging because it was like one of my first times ever playing. And I'm sitting here with like two of the best musicians around and I literally like don't have a clue. And it's just because I was friends with Mike. Yeah. And they and Barry was such an amazing guitar player, Barry mm -hmm. Thrasher. Mm -hmm. I was just honored to be sitting next to him, much less him letting me sing. Yeah. And then we ended up dating for 10 years. <laughs> but, and that's a story for another show. <laughs> We're not going into I, that. <laughs> but I feel like she, I feel like she always showed them an interest that they don't normally get mm -hmm. from a female. Mm -hmm. And they saw something in her that wasn't just ditzy and, you know, dumb. They, yeah. they took her seriously right. to a degree. Yeah. And, Thank goodness they did because, you know, I'm pretty Brilliant sure. Brilliant song. Yeah, it really is. And, and she, you and Jeff are going to do that. Yeah. I love it. We are. So two duets, Stop Dragging My Heart Around and then Leather and Lace. I'm excited. At the event. <laughs> I'm really excited. Honestly, I'm excited about the event. But yeah. get, Jeff just being so gung-ho and so just I, I want to sing with you. That yeah. just, I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just very honored and yeah. lucky. Yeah. So. Oh my God, bless me measure, right? <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. He's I, fantastic. I love it. And your one of your favorite, if not your favorite song of hers, is Belladonna. And I want to talk about that, but we're going to play it. And then we'll come, just a couple minutes, y'all, because, you know, we got to talk about these things. <laughs> so we'll be right back.
about all things Stevie Nicks with Kristen Tinsley, who is the 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 genesis, the driver, the um, formation formationer, the crazy person <laughs> taking it on. Yeah, of this band called Stand Back. <laughs> Talk about that song and why you love it, and then how what a treat it was for you to see her in May, Steve Stevie in May. Belladonna is one of those songs that it's not a hooky song. It's not a single. But if you listen to the words, it just, you can't help but feel it if you listen to it. Everybody's everybody's felt that and you feel it differently throughout your life. Each time you listen to it, it changes. Um, The reason that song means even more to me now, which I didn't think it was possible, is a girl that I'd met years ago that isn't has turned out to be everything I thought she was, but she is like my best friend. She's like yeah. my family. This this woman is just I. You anytime can say I call her first it, name, we won't stalk her down. Tasha Elrod. Oh, you're gonna say amazing, the last name? <laughs> she's bleep most, that out, Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> she's the most amazing person. Period in the world. Yeah. She's got such a great heart, but she has just been there for me in a when I have needed it most in yeah. a big way yeah. and not one time even hesitated. And I, all my friends are like that, but her and I's bond is very specific because yeah. she loves Stevie Nicks as much as I do. Yeah. And I've, it doesn't matter how much you do or don't like somebody right, just right. cause you say you do, but yeah. she and I are on the same page yeah. and it's like, it literally is a part of your life in a way that's like interwoven with things that you've gone through and how you've gotten through things has been this music specifically. And there's not many of my friends that can say that. The tapestry of your life. Well, when you talk about just prophetic meanings and um, uh, just the poetic way she writes Mm -hmm. and how much you can read or not read into things or what it speaks to you, like she heard what I heard. Yeah. And she was drawn to the same things I was. And those are fun conversations I don't get to. she's a musician mm-hmm. so different. And then for her birthday. For her birthday, she bought Stevie Nicks tickets yeah. and wanted me to go with her because she wanted me there seeing Stevie on her mm-hmm. birthday because she wasn't going to go to the concert at first. No way. But it was on her birthday. And she was. said, that's a sign. I feel like I need to go and yeah. I need to take Tinsley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she called me and said, look, Stevie's playing on my birthday. Yeah. You need to go with me. It's my birthday present to myself. You're my present to and go see at, Stevie. at Lakewood. We in, in We North were at Fulham. the uh, arena, or, or the State Farm Arena. Yeah. And we, oh, were, down on the, okay. we were down on the floor. Yeah. And, you know, these artists deserve to get paid that money. Yeah. But even in the nosebleeds, their tickets are expensive and always have been, Yeah, you know, at, and I can afford them at one point in my life, but like coming out of COVID and everything, and I'm building this band, yeah. you know, to get me in a different direction. Um, that was a huge gift. It was because I have, I don't know if, I don't know if I ever would have been able to get that close, Yeah, you know, because yeah. w- it's just one of those things like you just put your head down and work, yeah. you know, and you're just getting by. So it, it was, I'm like, I can't believe you're taking me to see this on your birthday. Like, yeah. I feel like it's my birthday. What was the <laughs> highlight of the show? What, for you, there's watching, so many. Watching her play Belladonna ah, yeah. with Tasha next to me, holding her hand, yeah. and Stevie skipping the part we love the most, oh. and us both going, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, she's really. She why? took out. I, she just, I don't know? know why. I, I honestly, <laughs> but it's the, it's our favorite. What's verse. the part? Go ahead. And see. Um, it's the ladies feeling just like the moon that she loved. Yeah. Or, no, no, wait. Let me take that. That's the the woman may be so awestruck, and the woman may truly care, but the woman is so tired. Yeah. And she took that out. 
Yeah, like she shortened it in a weird yeah. way, and I don't know why. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. But it's literally like that verse, <laughs> and we were ready for it, holding hands, like squeezing hands, like here it comes. And what you hear us both in the video go what? <laughs> And then we just started laughing because I'm like, you and I, like, we know it. We're yeah. the only people that are even phased by this right now. Didn't notice that it was, yeah. It oh, and, was and, 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 you know, not yeah. pissed, but like yeah. sad that it wasn't there because that was yeah. we, we were waiting for it. <laughs> would an would a all-time dream of yours be to meet her? It would. Yeah. And it would also be the scariest moment in my life because I honestly, I can— keep it cool and handle myself. I don't know if I would sit there and say nothing and pass out while looking like I'm awake yeah. or sit there and go, I'm about to say everything stupid and please don't not be my friend and can let me get this out of the way and please talk to me like, But yeah. you are, you, you have shared with me that you are visualizing that this will happen, that she will, just like Jimmy Buffett has recognized A1A as their official. And the reason Stand Back is unique is because. In my opinion. Just my opinion. Um, we just have something that the other ones don't. All the other bands are doing a Stevie Nicks tribute, but they're labeling it as a Fleetwood Mac one too. Yes. That's fine. Yes. Do whatever you want. Everybody can do what they want. Yep. But this, in my opinion, is taking Stevie's career from the minute it hit, you know, the mainstream world to get her where she With is her now. With her Buckingham Knicks, Frozen and, Love. And there's a reason why not every band can just do those songs. Mm -hmm. Frozen Love is the thing that put her on the map, honestly. And I mean, that's how she got recognized because that song, that's a, that's a hard song. It's yeah. big. Yeah. And you have got to have the players to be able to pull that off. Mm -hmm. And I do. And the reason we we've not done it yet is because it just takes some time to make sure it's done right. Right. And I'm not Because you're not going to compromise. You're I'm not going to come out right. of the gate yeah. with anything less than correct, yeah. honestly. Because yeah. otherwise, what am I doing? Right. And, you know, and, and also, too, we're not trying to, like, cookie copy either. Yeah. I'm not Stevie Nicks. I never will be. Right. But I want to do it justice. And I want it to be everything it's supposed to be, but mine at the same time. Yeah. And we're, you know, yeah. that that comes with time, but I think we're doing a good job so far and yeah. having a great time with it. I love it. So Stevie Nicks, reach out to Kristen <laughs> Tinsley. <laughs> and if you want to get paid for those songs, I'll give you, I'll give you money. <laughs> we only did a couple minutes of them though, so it's not, not a big deal. Well, we are gonna segue now. So we've done four Stevie Nicks tunes, and we are now gonna play a Kristen Tinsley song. We're gonna play Sabrina. Just a couple minutes of it, though. If we could, why he'd cue that up. She's a woman like you never seen. They track her down like prey. Tracing close behind her How they wish to cry her name Oh, when they do, she flies away Straight into his arms Only he can have her when he cries Ooh,
Cry Out to the Night album. And that is a tribute, if you didn't get it, if you didn't pick it up, to Rhiannon. Talk about, I mean, because when I when you were back on the show in January, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you know, that's Stevie Nicks right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Rhiannon. Yeah. And I never knew if I was going to pull this off, but I wanted a song like Rhiannon. But I, what other name is out there that makes sense and is like mystical enough? Yeah. Kind of like, you know. Yeah. And I was doing a, a gig on 4th of July years ago. And uh, we were out on, you know, this property up in North Georgia. It was a winery, no? You were in a winery? No, no, it was, oh, it was a, someone's house. Ah, and they just okay. had a bunch of land. Yep. And the wife's name was Sabrina. Ah. And what happened is one of the kids on the four-wheelers took a jump because they had like a whole track with like jumps and stuff yeah. for four-wheelers. Yeah. He like went off wrong and had an accident. He wasn't like hurt, but the husband, the owner of the property... Yeah. He yelled the name Sabrina like yeah. super loud, you know, to get her attention. And at that moment in time, even it just clicked. I mean, yeah. just for a second, like, oh my God, there it is. Yeah. But and that's the and that's the that's where I got that. yeah that's where I got that I name because I went and that's honestly some of the song, the content too, just like you know. Yeah. But she was a really awesome woman, and I yeah. dug her a lot. She was just a really strong lady, and um, yeah, yeah, I admired her a lot. And I, then her name was great too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're going to wrap up because the time has just flown by. We could do another hour on this. Easy. But we've got to do the title track of that album, Cry Out to the Night. Which we'll is come- a tribute to Stevie as well. Yeah, of course. And we're going to come back and talk about that. So if we could, Waheed, on the controls. left and I want to talk about that song. But before we do that, I have to also give you all a heads up. If you cannot make that show at Paris Mountain uh, Vineyards on Saturday, November 11th, 
You can also check out Kristen Tinsley at the Velvet Note on Friday, December 1st. Mm -hmm. And that is also Stand Back. Or yes. that is that mm -hmm. so that is Stand Back. So again, Stevie Nicks tribute at the Velvet Note, a great intimate set setting uh, on Friday, December 1st. And then you get one other chance, I believe, and stand back also yep, sure at not. the Southern Roots on Friday, December 15th. In McDonough. In McDonough. And these are also all on Kristen's website, which is? KristenTinsley.com. Dot com. I love it. And that is T-I-N-S-L-E-Y. So cry out to the night. Talk about that as we just wrap this great yeah. conversation up. So um, Stevie Nicks has a song called Real Tears. Yeah. And um, it was just hitting me one day. And I just thought it'd be cool to write a song and answer all the questions she posed in the song, kind of like a comfort back to her, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. I like writing stories in my head. Like, yeah. I don't know, I'm weird. Yeah. But that's what that song's about. Well, and you're then, a musician. And that's <laughs> why we love you. <laughs> but uh, I didn't anticipate it becoming anything, but it made yeah. sense for that album. And then the just overall musicality and the way it sounds, yeah. the feel came from a song called Nightbird of hers and the guitar player, Jason Salzman, that played on that really helped capture that. But yeah. also too, like it's a different, whole different vibe and feel, but he did a great job encompassing what I was going for. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. Well, this has just been a great conversation. Thank Parting you. comments, thoughts? Well, I just have share. to give a shout out to you and Wahid because these two guys are just, they've been my friends since the minute we met and I called and asked if I could come and promote these shows. And you said, how can we help? And just thank you guys. You guys deserve just right. all of it. Thank you. And we and we <laughs> want you to rock on, Gold Dust Woman. <laughs> well, thank you. We are out of here. Michael Litton, the last <laughs> DJ host of Ride the Vibe. Better get her done, son, because the hour is growing Maybe there's a DJ out there somewhere. Oh.